Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. In the world of sports, the off-season is the time to relax and regroup after a hard-fought season. But playing with MyBookie.com gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. At MyBookie.com, you can bet on hundreds of games and leagues from around the world, whether it's a game day parlay or a long shot winner. MyBookie's got you covered. Use pregame props or bet the game live to shift the odds in your favor and always come out on top. Not only does MyBookie host exclusive sports betting contests you can't find with any other book, but the bonuses are insane. If you sign up today at MyBookie.com and use our promo code DRINKINGBROS, you'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus money when you make your first deposit. That's a thousand bucks in extra cash when you make your first deposit with my bookie using the promo code drinking bros bet anything anytime anywhere with mybookie.com. we live we're live holy <laughs> shit we're watching welcome to drinking bros sports tailgate legend show get lost in this we're couch on the boston joe's sofa today watching some olympics because this shit is taking place worlds away from here and we could not get tailgating tickets but well nobody can get tickets because nobody's allowed which is so ridiculous. Uh, the optics here are nothing short but incredible. We've got weightlifters lifting with no mask on, running over to their coaches who have chin, chin diapers. diapers around <laughs> their chin, hugging, and then quickly moving the mask back up and putting a mask on. I don't know exactly how that prevents any kind of a spread of well, anything. Nobody's allowed to go except for obviously like the trainers and people who are part of the teams and Jill Biden, doctor. Jill Biden. Oh, Did you see Jill her Biden. in attendance? She was there. She, to, there? Uh, she was. She's there. She's allowed to go, but uh, apparently the rest of the world isn't. I mean, it does take away from it, right? All last year we the ratings saw, are at an all time low. Oh well, of course. But we saw it last year with um, you know the NBA, and there was nobody in the state. It's it takes something away not having fans there. You know when this fake crowd noise being pumped in. I don't think they're doing that in Tokyo. But when they did it last year with the NBA and the NHL, the fake crowd noise, you can tell it's not authentic. And I can only imagine. I mean, granted, I never played in a huge stadium full of people when I played sports. But I can imagine if that's what I was used to. And then all of a sudden you get that taken away. <laughs> Let's face it. Most of these Olympic sports, nobody's piling into the stadiums to watch them play. Yeah, maybe. It's all just moms and dads. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, like, you don't ever see like a full house on the pole vault. Like pole vaulters have probably been pole vaulting alone since the beginning of the probably, time. but um, you used to just sit on the pole vaults in high school, right? Yeah, it's different. Um, People would watch. That you was do for that? my OnlyFans. Oh, is that at Eric Tanzi official on OnlyFans? Can we find you there? Sure. Hey, honestly, I've thought about it. Giorgio says it pays. I his almost ended up on OnlyFans this weekend. You almost ended up on OnlyFans. This I almost did. Would you like to share that? I feel like I could. It's not really sports related. Um. If you do anything right, it can be considered a sport. Sure. Well, I mean, this is the tailgating show, and I feel like if we're tailgating, we don't always have to talk about sports. Um, How about we talk about what people who watch sports talk about? What do they talk about? Um, your OnlyFans. Okay. Do you want me to tell the story? <laughs> yeah, I want you to tell really? the story. You've been hinting at it and teasing it. I'm ready for it. Bury the lead, baby. I mean, I just, well, I was kind of hinting at it before the show because I didn't know if I should tell this story or not. Um, now it's too late. I think you're committed. At this I mean, point. I hope those people don't listen to this show. <laughs> I mean, you don't they, have to say names. Yeah, I won't. Um, but uh, but I at least have to say like how I felt. And so then I don't know if that could offend somebody. I mean, I would not like I would give a shit. Wait, you offend someone? Uh, look, no. I don't give a fuck about that. But I mean, these people are really nice. And they're my friends and I don't kink shame. They can do whatever they want. But I just I'm not into that. I, it's just not my style. 
Okay. Per se. Well, what is it? What are we talking about here? So I got invited to a party. Oh. Wish um, I got the invite. <clears throat> anyway, proceed. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I don't know how I got the invite, but I did. And it was a bunch of uh, Instagram models. We call them thoughts. Um, I forgot what his thoughts mean again. Um, that hoe over there, which okay. I hate. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, proceed. All right. So, um, and it was like uh, the party theme was like degenerate. <laughs> oh, boy. So degenerate. Starting off hot, baby. <laughs> and so uh, I was, I mean, listen, I was flattered to even get invited. These people are way above my pay grade. Uh, one of the guys I had a conversation with made $78,000 that day. That day? That day. Doing and what? And he's retired. Doing what? Do uh, I think know? he was leveraging Bitcoins or cryptocurrencies. And he did the 78000 Just He's been retired since he was 35. He's 38 now or 37. And he was on a former blog. I don't know much about it. And they had made like a bet that he couldn't leverage that many, that much Bitcoin. And he's like, I could turn $5,000 into $75,000. And he's like, so I actually kind of went back to work today and, and, in eight hours, I was able to, to leverage that money. I was like, shit, dude, did you make $75,000 a day? He's like, no, I made seventy eight. I was like, what the fuck? But anyway, um, <laughs> it was that kind of party, and there was just models everywhere. And there was this one chick. Um, she was there. And, I mean, fuck, I'll just say who she was. A combat Barbie from Vegas. Like, if you ever looked her up on Instagram. Name drop. Uh, she was really pretty. Nikki Fit 40 was there. I'm not um, going to say their names. Thousands. Fuck it, I'm going to say their names. I'm not going to say the like, name of the party or whatever. Sure, and I'm not sure. going to say, like, I'm Who just saying, like, you? there were just people like that there. There was all sorts of, there was, like, some lawyers there. There were influencers there. I was there as a podcaster. Um, there was a mechanical bull there. That was cool. Ooh. Okay, so let me get on with the story. <laughs> so I walk into this place. Oh, so I tell my wife, I'm like, do you want to? actually didn't go? I was like, look, I got this invite. It's no kids, no cell phones. So I don't know what that means. What the fuck? Was it on Epstein's Island? Jesus. No, right. well, no kids. Actually, never mind. That would be a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. No cell have, phones. I'm a little yeah, worried. No, well, I mean, you could have cell phones, but no cell phone pictures. And if you're caught taking cell phone pictures, you would you'd be kicked out. <laughs> I, I would be a little worried. I think that would be a red flag for me. Or a really good fucking time is about to happen. Which sure. I hope is what ensued. So... I explained it to my wife. I show her the pictures. There's actually like a private page for the party, like a private Instagram page that you have to get an invite to. And then they were going to drop the address like just the day of, of where this was going to be. There wasn't a part of you that was afraid you were going to get like. Well, no. So raped. I called the SWAT team. I called one of the guys on the SWAT team in Raleigh. And I was like, look, this is the address. If like, if shit go, if like, if I fucking call you and hang up, you bring all the boys here. <laughs> And bring a bag of ice because that means my fucking kidneys are probably being taken out of my my body. But um, <laughs> I, so I tell my wife that I'm so going. Yes, to, you were nervous. <laughs> I was. I was like, you know, and I was like, well, fuck. If there's no phones, you know, uh, I don't even know how I'm going to carry my gun in this situation. And the dress code was like, drunk Hawaiian dad. Oh, well, I mean, that's pretty much your regular attire. So that's it? what I just wore, yeah. like regular attire. <laughs> Give me an instill shirt called a day. Yeah. So I tell my wife, and my wife's like, you know what? I just started a new Stephen King book, and I just bought a box of wine. So why don't you go to the party, and I will just stay here and read my book and drink some wine alone after the kids are in bed. And I was like, damn it, you're not going to go with me? She's like, no, absolutely not. My social battery, my social battery has drained. 
I'm going to leave this one to you, honey. So I, I drive down to this place. Uh, beautiful, cool house, everything. I go in, I knock. And immediately the girl that opens the door is wearing a Hawaiian shirt, completely unbuttoned, no bra. Tits out for the boys. Tits out for Harambe. For Harambe. And I'm like, oh, shit. I don't go to these kind of parties. I'm 30 fucking seven years old. (laughs) Never have I ever been to one of these, nor do I even know what it's about. But I got invited, and I felt like I needed to go Um, for the podcast sake or for whatever sake. It's the story of the towel, baby. And so uh, there's lobster, crawfish, egg rolls. All sorts of fucking lavish food out. He's like aphrodisiacs, get you in the mood. I don't know, but I like them. How often do you get to eat crawdads? I don't even know what a crawdad is. You don't know what a real dad is either. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Too easy. That was a layup. (laughs) That was a layup. So um, they had had a big punch bowl, which was uh, made with Instill Rum, makers of the finest rum in North America. Ah, there you go. And and so then there was this outside area, and um, inside was Animal House, right? There was... um, this house was like, it wasn't a real house, I guess. Like, it was just like a party house. Like a trap house for partying? Uh, but, like, really nice and fancy. Not Usually, a trap house. Huh? Yeah, very nice. Um, I, Ooh, you know you what? I don't in know. Boogie Nights? They, they, very, they very well could. They very well could. Modern day Dirk Diggler over here. So, there's lots of things going on inside. I kind of catch that outside is a little bit more tame. I go out there. Somebody offers me offers me a drink. I turn it down. Why? Didn't because the Cosby? first thing that somebody said when I got there was, um, so what kind of gummy bears do you guys have? And I was like, I looked at her and I go, wow, I'm like, I've been to some bougie ass parties, but I've never heard somebody want to know what fucking brand gummy bear somebody had. Like, is there a difference between Walgreens and yes. Target or Harbo? No, no, no. And That's Wars? not what they were talking she about. She goes, oh God, you're old. And I go, what? And she goes, I meant like, is it THC or is it like, what's it laced with? And I was like, oh shit, I yeah, guess no I am. Yeah, no shit. Like, that's, I guess I am old. I heard gummy bears and that's initially what I thought was, these are some weed gummy bears, which I'm sure that's what Noel was thinking too. Mr. Narc over here is like, oh, is it like, you know, the kind from Germany? Or I'm, like, is it, uh, I'm like, is there really that big of a difference between like Harborough and fucking Black Forest, you boozy bitch? Yeah. Like, God, fuck, dude. Jesus, narc. Uh, oh, you rich. <laughs> when you start giving a fuck about what brand gummy bears you're bringing out at the party. No, it's, it's, it's basically um, how high am I going to get Oh, these? damn it. This cunt just dropped all these weights, and she's crying like a little bitch. Why is she a cunt? Uh, she's Italian. <laughs> she's a nice Italian bro. Uh, she's crying. She just lost everything. Here she's comes the men. she got a dump truck, The though. men with the, the chin diapers are now hugging her, and massaging her. grabbing the back her, of her neck, which is kind of strange. Grabbing the back of her neck. They're going to take her out and murder her. <laughs> I really hope not. She has a dump truck that. on that thing. A dump truck that even Ross would be proud of. Look, Look you could tell thing. in her eyes she's not going to make this. Oh, oh, oh. How did she not get it? Oh, no, she did. Oh, she did get it. Tears of joy. Man, she's so ugly. She I could down tell. my face with arms wide open. Could you imagine if she sat on your face? Oh. The damage she would do? I would enjoy the fuck. That's a, that's one way to go. Oh, she would crush you Just to death. suffocate by booty. And then you got this fucking Chinese dude. Well, no, it's Chinese. Things. That's a, that's that's a chick. But that's Chinese Taipei. That's, that's a girl? That's, that is a... They she's, identify she's as a She's got a fucking penis. Look at the <laughs> pants. That doesn't mean you can't be a, a, a woman these days. Come on, Tansy. Look at this package Listen. on this girl. <laughs> Mere technicality. My God. Look at mere this. technicality. Look at this thing. It's bouncing. Her penis is bad. Look at that. <laughs> what? She's got a bigger package than I do. Whipped out a dick that was bigger than mine. 
Nope, she didn't get it. Oh. Listen, okay, so don't anyway, get distracted. So you figure story. out what gummy bears are. Um, <laughs> this is the Olympics, man. I like watching people lose oh, everything. Yeah. And so, um, no, you don't want to be gone for this story. This is getting, I'm getting you to the good part. You can hear it. So, <laughs> My um, place isn't that big. So she, so I, I'm outside. I get offered a drink. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do this drink because I don't know what's in these things. I'm a little nervous. Um, there's some gothic people there. which I've got nothing wrong with that, but they were very like, I call it gothic. Now I'm looking back on it, I think it was more dominatrix. Oh. Uh, dom- dominatrix. Except yes. when I first walked in, I wasn't thinking Did that. you get pegged? No. Uh, Are you sure? I'm getting there. We don't kink shit. I'm getting there. <laughs> so I'm outside, and um, there's a beautiful woman outside, and and she's got a beautiful husband, too. <laughs> and I'm sitting out there, and they just seem normal. Like She's got a nice black dress on. She's got like enormous side boob going on. That's okay. I'm into it. I'm fine. Like I can be mature. There's a jag, like a retired jag lawyer sitting out there. A couple other like high high profile people. This Bitcoin. So let's face kid. it, you don't belong. Fuck no. <laughs> the black sheep Fuck of the party. No. I go over to um, get a taco, and there's this girl, and she's like, "Wait a minute. So are you the podcaster from the new podcast, the, the cop one?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, are you going to arrest people here tonight?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, cause it's going to get crazy. Cause I and brought I my like, handcuffs. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not a cop anymore, but you know, thanks. And she's like, well, all I'm saying is, is inside it's going to get wild. So and I was like, you know what? I've already kind of figured that out. That's why I'm outside. <laughs> Whatever. Um, she was cool. And then I started telling her, um, a story and she was offended by it and she walked away. Um, <laughs> she actually told me right to my face. She was like, that's really kind of offensive that you would say that. And I was like, and I'm out. Now I'm going to go get pounded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, now I'm gonna go get fucked by um, three dudes. <laughs> she's like, your freedom of speech arouses me. Uh, <laughs> so I go back. You know, like, I'm hanging out. There's some people playing on this fucking bull, Nikki Fit Forty. Well, she actually posted it on her Instagram. She gets up on the bull, and I'm talking to her husband. Her husband is like the chief, the, the chief fire chief of Detroit, Michigan, and he's like president of the fire union. So him and I are talking. He's are we outing me, people right now or no? I don't know. No, because, I mean, they have an OnlyFans, and she's all over. Um, all right. All and right. he's on it. He manages it. And he was telling me, like, <laughs> like he's telling me, like, how hard it is to manage. Like, we're talking about these comments that she gets and, like, all these crazy I things. I would tongue punch your <laughs> fart box. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm, like, super into all this shit, and I'm asking him, like, all these things. Like, man, so that's your wife, and, like, how does that work, blah, blah, blah. And, uh. And she was saying like, oh, she's like, you know, it's actually a turn on for both of us because he gets to take the pictures of me. And so I get to dress up really fancy and I get it. Like, it's all respectful and great, you know. And uh, so then I started learning about NFTs where they could sell mm. pictures. Kind and of a new royalties. game. Yeah. It's, it is a new game. So um, anyway, so my goal is to be home by 930 at night. All right. I'm, I'm going to be home at 930. I, I showed up at seven. I was going to duck out at 930. So. I haven't had a single drink. 9.30 is rolling around. It's like 9.15. I'm starting to say my goodbye to my little table of well-to-do, great friends that I've just made. We're all talking like good professional networkers would do. Like I'm talking about the podcast. She's talking about the conventions she's going to and the workout plans. And this other guy's talking about lawyer shit. And it's all just very adult-like. And I get ready to go. And this girl comes out. And she's like, okay, everybody. Um, if you all come upstairs for a presentation, it's about to begin upstairs can't leave after you hear that but okay let me rewind because Hmm. just before that this kid this young 25 24 year old kid comes outside and there was another dude out there that was just fucking high as shit matter of fact he was wearing a hawaiian shirt and he came up to me and he was like man do i know you i was like "Mm, 
not sure. And he goes, I'm so fucking high. I feel like I know you. <laughs> I was like, cool, bro. Like, I don't know you, but if I get high enough, I might. You so should, You should have said I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maybe uh, I've arrested you before. No, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, There were some like massive dudes there. Um, anyway, so <laughs> I probably got my ass whooped. And, I wish you wore your body cam for this. <laughs> so this, this 25-year-old kid comes outside because this high dude is sitting over there watching the mechanical bull thing going on. I'm just going to make up a name. We'll call him Mike. And this kid comes out and he's like, Mike, Mike. Oh. And his lips quivering like this. He's like, which if you're not on YouTube, go, go watch the video. Fast forward to this part so you can see. And hammer face. the like button. Hammer the like button. Give us the five star on iTunes. Drinking bro sports. So anyway, he comes out. He's like, Mike, you got, you got to come inside. You, you got you, you to come inside. And he's like, okay, man, what, what, I'll be there in a minute. What's going on? He's like, oh, upstairs, there's a, there, there's a pole. And there's, there's girls. They're dancing on it. And the guy's like, oh, God, I'm coming. I'm just really <laughs> high. Hold on. And I'm thinking in my brain, I'm like, yo, fucking homeboy. Like, like, is it that exciting to you? Like, you could go to a strip club anytime. I know. It's funny. Like, uh, I guess. Or but ecstasy, anyway, you know. Or whatever. <laughs> so that was like 30 minutes before this presentation that's going to go on upstairs. So now I'm already nervous because, like, upstairs sounds I'm a like nervous. There's, a, there's a stripper pole up there. So uh, we the, the chief, I call him chief, and Nikki Fit, and we're like, okay, well, we're all going to go upstairs and check this thing out. So we go upstairs, and it's just like this wide open room with mirrors. There's like a kink wall with like fucking whips, chains, buckles, harnesses. So they do make porn here. Yeah, this is like a full on. Something you see from a movie type shit. Stripper pole in the middle with clouds, like like Vegas style clouds and blue lights, like all of it was like really pretty. And this is in a this is in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. yeah in Raleigh? Just, yeah. Just on a cul-de-sac, just like a little fuck. I'm not gonna house. say what town. I won't say what town yeah, it is. But it just uh yeah, just but a big. house designed for renting but and fucking. I, I bet you it was about three thousand square feet. Well, you guys haven't been to my upstairs yet, so you never know. It's like Fifty Shades <laughs> of Gay up there. <laughs> you bastard! That was good. It was like you fucking fucker. peg tools and shit up there. <laughs> it's like a fucking donkey dick stuck to the wall, suction cupped on there. Hey, well, um, I thought we don't kink shame. We don't. I'm just saying what's up there. So, uh, bastard! That was good. That was good. I'm sitting upstairs, and like we all file in and like kind of line up against the wall, and I'm like, "What the fuck is gonna happen?" And, you know, like, I'm a married man that doesn't get involved in this kind of shit. Uh, so it's all new to me. And um, this girl comes out and she strips. Uh, she does, like, a fucking pole dance. And everybody's screaming and hollering and hooting and clapping, you know. And it's is there money getting thrown around, too? No, or? no, no, no. This is just, like, a very... Do anything for clout. Erotic, like... Um, Are we talking full nudity here? Was or, like, like a, North Carolina strip club? Um, well, it wasn't strip club. Like she's, she, I guess she has hundreds of thousands of followers. This is like what she does. I mean, some nipples came out for sure. Uh, nipples, but like you didn't see the full on vagina. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some she pulled curtains. some stuff to the sides. Yeah, I mean, but it was a show. Like it wasn't like a mm. slutty pole dance. This I was see, like I a, uh, not our first rodeo. This was like, I'm going to climb up this thing, slide down this thing. And it's, and it was like slow, like really like ballerina type music. Mm. Like it was, it was a presentation, right? Okay. It was an art. Right? Okay. <laughs> Um, sure. And then there was another bathroom over there where I could tell like there was some some heavier stuff going on in there. Stayed away from that. But my phone rang and it was uh, old Noel. Old Noel <laughs> calling me like nine thirty six. My nose, me last my nose night was too. itching. His nose was itching. <laughs> it must like, have been because you called me at the bad time too. <laughs> we're like twins. I get a boner and he's like, "Ooh, what's going on? <laughs> my penis is tingling." Is that how twins work? Um, yeah. 
Mm. You feel it so, in your belly button? You know, because because when Noel calls me, I stop everything in life. <laughs> and uh, I, I walk, I excuse myself out of this this area, and I start walking down this long set of hallways to try to get away from some noise. So before I answer the phone, because there's no way I was going to be able to explain to, to Noel what kind of shit show I was in. So I get down the hallway and I'm talking on, I'm on the phone. Now I knew that there was this one chick that was going to be there that does have like some, some like porn out. Um, I don't necessarily know that she's a porn star, but she's got some sex tapes out, but she's really hot. We'll watch those after. And, um, yeah, we can I'll show them to you. I'm not going to say it online because I don't know how of she course, feels about all that. But um, but she was there and I, I immediately recognized her. Um, matter of fact, I had shown my wife one of her sex tapes before Mia I left Khalifa. the house. So, um, but she is famous. So um, I'm back in this dark hallway. I'm trying to talk to Noel on the phone. The door opens next to me and it's a bathroom. And the girl comes out and she's got like this tube top on with everything hanging out. And I'm on the phone with Noel. And I'm like... And I'm like, oh, hi, hey. And she was like, hey, can you help me? She goes, oh, hey, you're the podcaster guy. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, so-and-so is telling me about you. I didn't get to introduce myself yet. She's like, you should have me on your show. And I was like, and she's like, I'm so-and-so. I was like, no, I, I know who you are. She could have been sitting right here between us she on the couch. So we're, sta- we're, we're standing up, and she's like, can you come help me for a minute? So I'm like, uh, Noel, I have to... Um, you need to no, help this woman I, I get into her go. thong. I have to go, but I have to tell you about I can't this. believe you just didn't hang up on me. Man. Later on. Uh, also, so yeah. beep, beep, beep. Give me a what second. Happened? So I hang up, and the girl grabs me by the hand, which, I mean, that's enough for me to fucking rock hard. Yeah. She <laughs> takes me down the hallway, and we we go around another corner, and there's this, like, 23-year-old skinny dude just standing in the middle of the hallway. Creepy as fuck. So now I'm like, am I about to get raped? But I'm not, because that kid doesn't have a chance in hell. I will fucking break him with my dick. No, I mean with my fist. With my feet. With my... Oh God! Uh, Your ass cheeks. Oh, uh, sports! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yay, sports! Yay, sports! So she goes, "Will you tell him to fuck me?" And I go, "What?" She's like, "Will you tell him to fuck me? He won't fuck me." And I was like, "Uh, I don't, I'm." And I go, and the guy looks at me and goes, "Hey, man, look, I've known her for a really long time. She's like a sister to me." And I'm like, "Stepsister." Um, <laughs> help stepbrother I'm stuck <laughs> so he's like he's like she I don't like to I don't, I don't like I don't like it when she gets like this and she's like like what she's like I showed you my tits and you won't fuck me I and, tell him uh, stop being a pussy yeah I don't like it when he's like that either yeah right honestly I mean I know you're a married man if I was there I'd been like bro I'll step in for you so yeah but you're a piece of shit um I'm a nice, noble, modern gentleman. I'm a single motherfucker. What do you want me to do? Yeah, but you said if you were married, you would have stepped no, in. No, I said I know you're married, oh. but if I was there. If I was married, what the I got you. Out. Whatever. So I, I am a piece of shit, though. So <laughs> I go, yeah, um, I'm, yeah, I don't know that I can help you out with that, folks. And she goes, she looks me dead in the eyes, puts her finger on my chest. She goes, do you know how many men have been inside of my pussy? <laughs> I look at her and I go, do I, you know, I said, I don't think that there's any way that I could know that. Like, I mean, what, where would I even pull those statistics she from? Not enough. She like, goes like rings on a tree or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, is this like the jar of jelly beans where it's like, I guess, I guess how many dicks are in the pussy. And then I, I win a prize. Like what's up? So I go, no, like I, I, I honestly don't know how many men have been inside of, uh, inside of your hoo-ha. Aww. And um, but one, I'm still like I'm freaking out because like I'm celebrity freaking out, and I'm in a lonely hallway with 
this very pretty and attractive person who I've seen on a sex tape and may or may not have touched myself too vigorously before in the past. So you ended up stepping um, in and fucking her, didn't you? No. So uh, I go, I, how many people? I guess how many people? And she goes, only eight. Oh. And he won't be the ninth. Oh, what the so fuck? I walk over to the guy and I'm like, dude, I got 99 problems, but this isn't one. Ah, I'm out. So I walked baby. back over to the, um, the strip show lounge that was happening. Strips. And uh, I'm, I'm like, pant- my heart's like thumping out of my chest because I can't believe that I just talked to this particular female about fucking some 23 year old dude. And by the way, she is like into her 30s for sure, um, which is not that big of a deal. But I don't, I don't know, like her caliber, I'm not sure. Like, that dude was a boy. Mm. Like, a little college boy. Like, there was nothing yeah. about him that was, like, physically but so like, dominant. What? Like, this dude. Well, I mean, dude, Even if he gives her the best 30 seconds of his life, at least he did it. Sure. He's asking for it, begging for it. It's like, so what, dude? If you suck, give yourself 20 minutes and go try again. Especially when you're fucking 23. I don't know about you. I, just, I, I don't know. Just, like, seeing her and, like, that's... that's out of all like these shredded dudes that were stripping, there was like stripper guys there too. Oh, little magic mics. Um, there was a dude that I was fucking had a Glock on. He had a he was walking around shirtless with his Glock uh, tucked in his pants. I thought Jeez, I would have cool. been kind of nervous. Um, was, there must have been a lot of cocaine use at this party. I don't know. Um, mm. I, I, I mm. veered away from all of that. But um, anyway, so I, why she picked him to be the uh, the star of that show, I don't know. But then I guess it's because he was the <laughs> one guy that didn't want her. Hmm. You know what I mean? But maybe, you know, maybe they were just in love. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> confident I would have said no. Or um, he's hung like a mule. Yeah, or he's, right? he's yeah. Dirk Diggler. Yep. He's got a fucking forearm for a cock. That's true too. So I go back outside. Now like it's the skinny dudes. Now it's ten o'clock, and um, I go back outside to say my goodbyes. And a gentleman walks in, and he's like, "Yo, you're so and so from that podcast, or Tansy? You're Tansy." I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, I love your show, blah, blah, blah. Fair your to show, stop. Tailgate Legends. <laughs> and so we're talking and everything. And, and, and so I end up talking to him to 11. And then this Bitcoin nerd comes over and starts explaining Bitcoin to Ugh, me. Yeah. And it just, it's, uh, I end up getting out of there at 2 a.m. But I have to walk back through the house to get to my car. And the shenanigans and the fuckery. Like I was just, I just I was staring at the ground and just. And you're just <laughs> sober as a priest throughout this whole thing? Did not have a single drink. Dude, I would have got a little fucked up and at least like a drink or two to kind of ease the nerves that you clearly had throughout this. I don't. You didn't belong, it, it, clearly. I don't want to be in that kind of environment. Well, you should have left a long time ago. Yeah, but that's rude. <laughs> I can't leave before the presentation. I mean, yeah, I probably would have came I, out You know, to be honest with you, scratchy. though, like I had, I had like contemplated going home and then I said like, I'm going to go home and watch Netflix until it's time for me to go to bed, or I can sit here and watch this. I just, if you would have taken Joe, I can't even imagine what he'd be saying. I'd still be there. Yeah. He'd still be there yeah. without a kidney. Yeah, you got you got to bring a wingman to this Seriously, next time. A fuck? single w- wingman at and least. Like, I would. Know, I would have been useless seven. as well. Yeah, but uh, Joe, my God, I know. Thank you. See, well, learn from your elder Noel over put here. It this way, listen I mean, to him. Next time, bring Joe. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't think you would have had a chance. Uh, there were some really big dudes, and they, no, all of them had their shirts off. Uh, lots of lots of abs going on. Lots so of what? Have you seen? Have use. you seen these eyes? All I got to do is bat my eyes, baby. I'm telling you, these aren't the type <laughs> of girls that would have been. In. There were porn stars. There. All right. Well, it just aesthetically pleasing. It would have been cool to just be a part of it. I don't know. I don't. Know. I can't. I can't. Jeez, you're doing everything you can say to 
try to make me not want to be there. I wanted to be there. Yeah, I don't think you would want to be I, there. I'm having FOMO listening to this shit right now. I did enjoy it, though, and I am appreciative that they invited me. I had a great time. Yeah. Well, next time, if you need a wingman, you know my number. Yeah. Anyway, that's my crazy story. <laughs> I mean, that's a tough act to follow. It took you long enough to get there, but I mean, that's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> it's not like these quick cucks that you find yourself involved in. Hey, we don't kink shame. We don't. Sometimes guys like to watch their wives I'm not wives sure get why like, so many dudes want to watch you fuck their wives. <laughs> now, remember, my mom watches this show, Tansy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, well, I would like to fancy myself as um, a disciple of Giorgio himself, I think, of Giorgio. I was just about to say that. I think I you say, and Giorgio should go on like a sex odyssey together. Well, uh, I'm more of a lone wolf, to be honest with you. Really? But um, yeah, I'm just a, an aspiring Giorgio. <laughs> I hope uh, Giorgio watches this and has a little smile on his face from that. I'm trying to follow in those footsteps, baby. (laughs) And we're watching jujitsu. Is that what this is called? Yeah. Well, you mentioned Netflix and you mentioned large penises, and I wanted to get the live reaction of you from that that sex show that you heard Ross in. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, we have sex life. Sex life. No, no, I'm not. I'm gonna watch jujitsu. No, oh, I wanted to. I wanted to do a live on screen hammer the like of, button on YouTube reaction of me seeing the of big you dick? seeing the size of this fucking penis. I had, a, I had a lady friend over the other night, and um, I was like, "Have you heard about this large dick?" And she's like, "No." I was like, "All right." So this I dude, didn't even watch the dick. I just watched her reaction. I'm watching jujitsu, and this guy just wrapped his arm in this dude's black belt. And is using his black belt to toss him around. Can the we ring. do that? Is that legal? I guess so. Well, you rolled with Mike, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, so I did. I saw the aftermath of it. You look like your ass got kicked. Uh, we did three five minute bouts, um, and so I had to. My first one was with him, which I, I didn't know what to do. So I we really didn't do much. And then the second one was this young kid, and he just I guess he maybe assumed that I do jujitsu, so he went kind of hard. Um, fuck you up but, or what? No, but I think he figured out really quick that I don't do jujitsu. And so he went easy on me, but like it wasn't like I mean, I was giving him everything I had. Um yeah. and then See, I that would have been a lot more guy. that would have made a lot more sense if you were saying that at the party you were at, that you had given them everything you had. Yeah, and then I, I had to fight the that. third guy and I just told the third guy because like, I didn't have another five minutes left in me. And I just said, Look, dude, if you want to peg me, if you want to draw a dick on my face, um, whatever it is you want to do, you could do that right down to me. What if you wanted to drag his dick across your face? I couldn't stop it. That, I was that's so pretty much what happens in these rolling bouts, right? Don't you get nuts just rolling on your fucking forehead sometimes or what? Maybe sometimes. I don't know. Do you just pretend it's not happening or do you guys make it like very clear? Like, dude, your your dick is on my forehead. I don't right know. Now. I'm usually just trying to breathe. So I'm not really thinking about dicks or balls. Or <laughs> well, maybe I I'm am. I'm just so out of shape. Well, know who's thinking about dicks and balls? Who? Our friend Deshaun Watson is back in the news. Remember Deshaun what? Watson from a little while back? I do. 22 women have accused him. There's 22. Wasn't it 15 before? Maybe. There's 22 now, though. But now the Texans are coming out and they're like, hey, we're open to trading them. Yeah, I, I thought they were trading him before. Well, they said that, and he was disgruntled and wanted out, and then all these accusers came forward, and then they were stuck between a rock and a hard place, and it was the beginning of the offseason, and they were kind of like, well, there's not much we can do. But now, you know, training camp's starting up, and they're like, what the fuck are we going to do with Deshaun Watson? I don't understand how you can market or try to shop a player, no matter how good he is, who has 22 lawsuits going on at once, civil lawsuits, it's it's a strange thing, and it's like, why is he even able to show up? Because he did show up. I would be like, dude, stay home, man. Figure yourself out. Because I've never seen a player with so much going on legally just kind of ignore it, not say anything about it. I'm sure he's being told not to but say see, anything like, about okay, it. Okay, so like, 
I've always said this thing about Hollywood is that the party that I went to this weekend was was small scale, but I bet you the Hollywood parties are the exact same thing of what just happened, but on a massive, massive scale. And you've got underage actors there. You've well, they're all got, drinking baby blood, right? I, who knows what the <laughs> fuck they got going on, dude? But like, none of it's like good, wholesome, spiritual, fucking quality family shit. Like these people are having these these parties. Probably dropping fuck tons of drugs. So what are you getting at? You're saying that these accusers are lying? No, what I'm saying is, is that these pro athletes and these Hollywood stars, they and the and fucking these politicians, these rich people, are going to these types of parties where there is just absolute fuckery going on. And who's to stop all the chaos, right? Mm. So like you get you're you're getting into these horny dudes that are fucking jacked up on drugs and they're going to this party where there's girls walking around half topless and they find the one girl that they want to fuck, you know, and they're already doped up. I'm that is a perfect opportunity for like a rape or like a I'm powerful, you know, I've got a lot of money and I'm going to take you into this back room. I'm going to fuck you because I'm all drugged up. It's not excusable. What I'm saying is, is that like, I don't know. One I, could argue I, that's the complete opposite is parties like that make people let their freak flag fly and be able to get that shit out instead of harnessing it and holding it in and having this no, sort of I don't suppression think so. like, I think of, that they go to these parties and then they, you know, they, they end up doing things and drama sets in and fucking it leads to murder and, and divorce. I think you've watched chaos. too many Lifetime movies. Hallmark. <laughs> um, well, speaking of training camp with the NFL, Deshaun Watson did show, show, did show up. But do you know who else did? Who? Aaron fucking Rodgers. I thought you were going to say Aaron Hernandez. Ah, no. That would, From the grave. That would be real wild if he showed up. But um, he just has a mark around his neck <laughs> walking funny because he likes it in the ass. But anyway... Um, Aaron Rodgers showed up, shame. and we don't kink shame. Aaron Rodgers showed up in a um, Kevin from the Office shirt, some long hair, looking like a fucking hippie surfer dude that spent his whole summer in Hawaii. And um, cucked, maybe. But again, we don't kink shame, right? So it's interesting that he's finally shown up, and he's basically committed, like, and said, like, "Yeah, I'm going to play for the Packers this year." But they've been having these contract talks where he's kind of like, I want to be able to have you, the Green Bay Packers, buy the balls and be able to have complete control over you know, the rest of my future. I'm going to play for you this year, dangle it over your head, but then you don't know what I'm going to do next year. And you know, there's been, like Devontae Adams, he was the first you know, 99 overall in Madden this year that got announced, which I disagree with, by the way. But he's a good receiver. I don't think he's the best. And he's coming out like, listen, if Rodgers is gone, I ain't staying. So you have the whole the fate of the whole team resting on the shoulders of their franchise quarterback, and he's like, yeah, I'll give you another year, and then we'll go from there. If you're a Green Bay Packers fan or an owner, which the whole city or town of Green Bay owns the Green Bay Packers, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but if you're one of those people that is a fan of this team, like Dave Jackson, your bar manager, I would be bummed, man. I would be like, fuck this. Just get rid of him and move on now instead of having a guy play for you who really is only – you know, half assing it, right? I mean, right. I'm sure you know as as a cop, if you have a guy who's looking at different jobs and looking to transfer to a different unit or this and that, you don't want him on your team. You don't want him on your squad. You know his heart's not in it. You know these, if anything, just doing it for himself for the next chapter in his life. So if I'm his teammate, I'm like, fuck this, dude. I don't, I don't even want this guy showing up. I don't care how good he is. So there's some stuff going on with the um, the NFL and, and training camp heating up because it's we're approaching the dog days of summer right now. Um, this is when it's like you know baseball's kind of at a lull you have the olympics going on that we just talked about in the beginning that nobody really actually cares about as much nowadays and now you know things with with the nfl finally heating up which is good because you know that's when our season's really going to heat up and we're going to really start tailgating and going to these games and traveling 
We got um, one on the books. We're got one on the books. It's, it is a college game, but oh, that's are... the one I've got a got a really amazing surprise for you that game. Oh really? Do you want to just tell me now on camera so that we can get it over with? Because... No, but I mean we're going to was it Clemson, Georgia? Yes. And you know how and much Charlotte. I, you know how much I sports. Yep. <laughs> and Who, uh, hold on, quick. Name me one Clemson athlete. He went to Clemson. Tiger. No, they are the Tigers. Try again. Uh who was the number one overall pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars Tim this year? Tim Tebow. You ever hear of Trevor Lawrence? Nope. Who the? Yay, sports. Trevor Lawrence went to Clemson. Won a national title as a true freshman. He's got the long, flowing hair. Sunshine. You've seen them before. He's, for, he's playing for your team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's not Tim my Tebow. team. It is your team. I just, you pretend Tebow to fan. like the Steelers, but... Uh, I'm a Tebow fan. You're straight up. You're just a fucking... Um, You're a Jacksonville guy. But no, sure. so I was able to find out that we were going to this this game, mm-hmm. match, whatever you call it. <laughs> and uh, Thank you, Ross. I know I, you're not listening anyway, but thanks. <laughs> I made some phone calls. I called old Godfather himself. And I said, look, what? how much extra if I went in could I do this to surprise Boston Joe? And he said, what? And I was like, I don't care what it costs. Like, if you'll take half, I'll take half. And we'll just fucking make it happen. And he was like, game fucking on. So all the money they don't have in this world, I have put together the surprise of a lifetime for you. And you're going to reveal it to me right now, right? No. no. What a fucking tease. We're going to See, that's what they call in the business a tease, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Now, I would be lying if I said I wasn't super horny from hearing that, and I have a rock-hard erection at this moment in time. But um, I never thought I'd be this close to you on the couch with a boner, but here I am. So really, you're just gonna really you're just gonna do that to me and not not tell me what this big yeah, surprise I'm not, is? I'm not gonna tell you what it is. What a fucking blue ball city right here! I mean, we'll just have to wait and see, homie. It's gonna be a great tailgate though. If anybody wants to come tailgate with us, uh, where? Go ahead and put it on your note. It'll be in Charlotte. Oh, you're talking about the Clemson Georgia game, okay? Yeah. Uh, if you want to meet us out the Clemson Georgia, I mean, I'm not. You're not gonna be able to come into the game with us, but you'll be able to come and visit us at the tailgate. Yeah, calling all um, drinking bros, broettes, nooners, everyone out there who's listening, come and fucking join us. I mean, got to. Look, we're gonna. Bradley uh, Andel said he's gonna go. He fucking better. I mean, he went all the way to Claytona Beach to see us. To Might give as me well go to Charlotte. Sign. It's gonna be closer. Shout out signs by veterans, but. Um, you know, when we get there, the only thing sucks about going all the way to Charlotte is I'm not going to be able to sleep on my ghost bed that night. Oh, well, maybe you can um, bring it with you. Ghost bed has been a loyal sponsor of the Drinking Bros for... Ever? Forever. Eight years? Seven? How long? Five. Five, five years. Five, five, past five years. It's longer and, than some uh, of your kids have been born. There's some new stuff coming down with ghost bed. Ooh. Uh, there's some new things. I think there's a new pillow discount. Um, they're switching up, you know, because we're getting into midsummer. The 4th of July stuff's over. But now they're about <laughs> well to roll over. out another. Matter of fact, I had a meeting with our publicist this morning, uh, and she was giving me the uh, the old rundown on some of the new stuff that we got coming down the pipe. But so. she was giving you more than that. We Just were, kidding, Araceli. We were on the phone, <laughs> we were on the phone together. Um, yeah, so so there'll be some new ad reads. I don't think we're going to start using uh, a different promo code just for our Tailgate Legend show. Oh, shit. we're getting that big. Oh shit, we're getting that big. Are we rich? Are we rich? Oh, we no, we're not. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, like not sleeping on a ghost bed is one of those things where it's just like fuck. Well, I mean, I want to go home. I could really use a a new ghost bed because uh, my bed's not working because I got a little crick in my back. But maybe that's because I upped my weighted vest to 100 pounds instead of 80. Oh, Humble shit, brag. Did you really? Humble brag. It's whatever. I was gonna say you were looking. No, you weren't. I didn't notice at all. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, 
Uh, Ghostbusters have a 20-year warranty on each mattress, and they're made in the good old USA, USA, USA. which, by the way, we're watching Japan and Mongolia. <laughs> Insert South Park joke here. Mongolia. Uh, <laughs> Mongolia? My shitty wall. Anyway, uh, Ghost Bad. Anyway, <laughs> uh, America's not on there, but um, we're rooting for USA today. And uh, each Ghost Bed, uh, you can try them out for 101 nights, BJ. Like the Dalmatians. 101 nights, not 99, not 98. Not 100. I think Ghostbed loves when you burp mid-ad read. It's this fucking beer, dude. <laughs> Playing Edward 40 hands over here, drinking fucking tall boys. Hmm, um, why not? <laughs> but, yeah, you can try it out of Ghostbed for 101 nights. If you don't like it, you can easily return it. Uh, but you won't. Each Ghostbed mattress has cooling technology in it so that you are not hot at night. You can stay hard while staying cool. That's my favorite part. Literally, yeah, these mattresses are amazing. Part. Right now, Ghostbed is offering a flash sale 40% off. Ghost bed. So they're still continuing on with this 4th of July sale. This is all going to change. So I don't know if it's going to change for the better, for the worse. It's always the for the better. So I would go ahead and jump on this 40% off ghost bed bundle where you get a mattress and adjustable base or 30% off on everything if you use the code Drinking Bros, D R I N K I N B R O S, ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros, adjustable base. They have that adjustable base that's best in its class. Um, 50 massage modes, zero gravity, Ooh. some other awesome features. $35 a month. All you got to have is mediocre at best credit. Even I can afford that. Zero down, zero finance plan. Go check it out. Ghostbed.com forward slash stringing bros. Again, guys, get those two pillows. Get the bundle. Use the code. Enjoy the massage modes. And it's nice sleeping on a bed that you know was constructed right here in the Good homeland. USA. Fatherland. USA. Well, we support America. Ghostbed supports America. We know Killcliffe does too. But some of these Olympic athletes don't seem to want to support America. Oh my God. Who's that one dude from the women's soccer team? <laughs> That's uh, our buddy Seth's favorite player, she's Megan Rapino, baby. She stood up for the last national anthem, though. What oh, did about? she? Maybe she um, doesn't believe in her values anymore. Or maybe, you know, she just always wants to make it about herself. Or maybe it's, yeah, exactly. That's what it That's is. That's all right? it is. Like, she doesn't even really know much, it seems like. She's uninformed and doesn't really care about anything. She only seems to care about herself. She but they got their asses kicked, and it wasn't by the 14-year-old boys team this time. It was by... I don't even remember. Fuck. But they lost. They got their ass kicked. But the thing is, too... Get if, woke, go broke. Yeah, and if you're if you're playing for the fucking San Francisco 49ers and you want to fucking talk about how awful America is and how Cuba's nice this time of year and Fidel Castro is your savior... Whatever. But when you literally are representing the country and you're playing for the country and all you want to do is shit on the country, sure, one could argue that's actually pretty American because it gives you freedom of speech. And but I wish you would get the fuck out. Yeah, I wish you would stop your bitching and, and take a second and just realize how fortunate and how lucky you are to, to get away with saying that, not only to be pumped up as a hero for saying it. So I get the people who are out there like, well, that's the most American thing she can do is speak out and this and that and I'm fine with that but then if that's the case I just want some consistency then I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want too right if she can say whatever the fuck she wants because that's American you can't so you can't can do it on Facebook ah uh, that's true because Zuckerberg is a communist did you ever see the social network no never saw that movie uh-uh. it's actually a really good movie and it makes you almost sympathetic to Zuckerberg in the beginning the the Winkle Winkle bosses or whatever the fuck they're called um, I would def- highly suggest watching that Justin Timberlake is in it he's the guy from Napster which okay is pretty funny um, but yeah, Jesse Eisenberg plays Zuckerberg and it makes you almost feel bad for Zuckerberg. But then 
you flash forward to today and you're like, fuck that alien piece of shit. Hey, so um, we're watching jujitsu or some of some of some kind here. It's karate, in the no, no, this is jujitsu, oh, okay. um, or maybe this is a keto. No, keto is a diet. No, a keto. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, I don't know about it's because all they're trying to do is throw each other to the ground. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing is, is like, why do they wear those fucking geese and those belts if the whole thing is a weapon? Like every one of these just grabbing their shirts. is trying to grab their shirts to create leverage. Like I'd be wearing like fucking spans. I'd be tight. wearing like Under Armour, mm. you know, like underskins. Yeah, well, I don't know. But what I do know is, do you know who would be really good at this? Probably who? A Navy SEAL. Oh, do you know what else Navy SEALs are good at? No. Inventing Kill Cliff. <laughs> All of them. Every, Every single one of them. Listen, we know that with Kill Cliff, CBD and recovery drinks. This guy's and really Ignite, fucking sweaty. He you can overcome any obstacle like some dude grappling you, trying to just grab your shirt the whole fucking time in the Olympics. And these guys never give up. I, I'm willing to bet that whoever drank the most Kill Cliff, Flame and Joe Ignite, before this match right here is going to inevitably be the winner. That's what they should do is they should, like, one should drink the Orange Kush and the other should drink the, uh, uh, the, goat. the, the, the goat. Tom Brady's And then, favorite. like, see which one wins. <laughs> well, it's not new anymore because you all should know by now the Flaming Joe, which we have cans right here. Flaming Joe, Flaming Joe. Yeah, they're empty. We get it. It's because we drank it because it's so fucking good. Which, by the way, if any of the uh, people at Kill Cliff are watching or listening, please send more because we would love some more. And Tansy drank it all and didn't tell me. We gave them away at our shows. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So we got the Flaming Joe right there. We also have the Orange Kush that Tansy, Tansy mentioned. The Mango Tango, the Strawberry Days, and Tom Brady's favorite, the Goat. This is the variety pack, of course. That's the one I'm going to go to every time. I want a little bit of this, a little bit of that. As you know, variety is the spice of life. For a limited time now, though, you got to use the promo code Drinking Bros to get 30% off all these amazing products that have no sugar, 20 calories per can, B vitamins, electrolytes, and then naturally flavored. We like natural. We don't like that fake shit around here. Like people were commenting on, on Tansy's little muscles here. They're not even natural. He used steroids, confirmed. <laughs> Use the promo code Drinking Bros. Tansy told you how to spell it in the ghost bed read. And if you don't know how to spell it at this point, what the fuck are you doing? Get 30% off. Use promo code Drinking Bros at killcliff.com. K I L L C L I F F. Promo code Drinking Bros. 30% off. And order a shirt. I mentioned it last time when we had Mike the Cop on. If you haven't watched that or listened Dude, to that. Dude, that was the funniest episode we've Fucking ever awesome done. episode. He was so jealous that we had Kill Cliff and he didn't yet. <laughs> Which so, I love, by the way. Like he called me and he was like, yo, how do you have Killcliff and Ghostbed on your show and we don't have Killcliff on and he said, show? because Boston Joe, obviously. And he goes, I love Killcliff. I drink Killcliff. And I was like, well, I fucking, I don't know. And he's like, oh shit, I'm spending all this money on it when I can use promo code Drinking Bros for 30% off. And he was rocking the Ghostbed shirt, but I would love to see Mike the Cop in a cool Killcliff shirt next time when you guys eventually get there and get that sponsorship. So one more time, killcliff.com. Use promo code Drinking Bros, 30% off. Go do it now. And then come back to YouTube and hammer the like button. Go on to iTunes, Drinking Bros Sports. Give us that five-star rating. But it was fun meeting Mike for the first time. Yeah. Um, and it was also really fun because I was like, what does this guy really look like? Because you see him on screen. You see him on Instagram. You see him on that sign that uh, Bradley Andel so nicely made for you. And I'm like, is he really this big and jacked? And then I go meet him in real life. And I'm like, yes, I'm taller than him, baby. Let's fucking go. 
So that kind of made me. What feel, does that give you in life? Because that dude would still roll I don't you have, into a fucking pretzel. Oh, of course and he shit would. Down your fucking mouth. He would, like I said in the last show, he'd rip off my head and shit down my neck. I'm not arguing that, but it's the little victories for people like me. That's the thing I need. Because exactly, he would whoop my ass, but at least I'm taller than him. So there's that. Listen, when you don't have a lot else going you know on for really you, really embarrassing <laughs> is that like you're taller than him, but his dick's bigger than yours. I'm willing to bet he's got more girth, but I'm more of a length than girth guy. I, I mean, really? Yeah, I'm like a. Yeah. My dick's pretty much just like I am. <laughs> Short and stubby? No, I'm like medium height. Medium. Medium weight. That's Oh, yeah, that's what you tell yourself? Fuck you. <laughs> that's, that's not what you yeah, Notice how he fixes his shirt after. I still after. wear a large. Yeah, it's a medium on you, though. Man. <laughs> know who's probably got a tiny, tiny, tiny penis, though? <laughs> Who? LeBron James. Oh, for sure. And it's purple. Confirmed. Saw it on TV one time. So I looked up the numbers for Space Jam 2. No, I haven't gone and seen it yet, and I really have no use for it. Maybe I will just for fun for research purposes. But guess what? <clears throat> Here are the numbers. IMDb, 4.4 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes, Ooh. 29%. Ooh. Take that, LeBron. Suck, Suck it, LeBron. That. Oh, wow. Dexter's actually getting up and moving around now. It's the first time he's been oh, up and moving around. Here goes the I'll girls show. are playing Australia. Oh, Wait, I'm that's not blocked. rugby. Oh, we do have we have the women's side. That's um uh Morgan. She's Something cute. Morgan. Yeah, she's very cute. And I think she uh puts her Whoa, she has scored. Wow, she gives good head. Just kidding, she did a header to score a goal. Alex Morgan, that's her name. Certified uh Oh god, look certified at that referee. Holy so wolf. do you know that um Ah uh, shit, what's the Buzz, your girlfriend. Wolf. <laughs> uh oh. Is Dexter gonna knock over the table? Should we get Dexter on the show? Tansy doesn't like animals, and I want people in the comments who are listening and watching to, um, if you can see Dexter on screen right now on YouTube, you better hammer the like button for that fucking doggo right here. He's the most handsome doggo you've ever seen. Tansy doesn't like animals. Please, in the comments, tell Tansy he's a fucking certified psychopath for not news, liking animals. This is great. About. If you want to believe the fake news, then go ahead. Look at, does this the look like a guy who loves me. dogs? He's like, look, he's like. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Look at Dexter's just all up in his girl. I love it. Listen, you got to pause it and go on YouTube real quick and see my beautiful dog who's decided oh, to. Uh, shit on me. No, he's just going to put his ass right. This is great. I love it. Please. He's, he's like, all right, there's not enough room for me. He's like, take a look at my butthole, Tansy. <laughs> he flexed you got to go to YouTube. Oh, he you got to go to YouTube. And <laughs> check out my oh, balloon nuts. And hammer the I can't button. wait to get a tumor and I have to put one in the back of your head. Uh, so we're still watching the, the Olympics here as we're faux tailgating from my couch in my little apartment here. And, uh, Look, man, it's hot as North shit. Carolina. It is. North Carolina heat. We're going to step these tailgates up to real tailgates as soon as real sports kick off. Our phones are just fucking I know. We're just right so popular. It's a, it's a DB, um, DB sports group hitting us up. But we got to talk about Simone Biles. If we're watching the Olympics here, we're talking about the Olympics. Now, this is a... Oh, yeah. You I know, forgot uh, Simone Biles got fucked up. She got Well, she's gotten fucked up her whole life, to be honest with you. So it's been a little bit over the top with like how she's everything, and then she's on every commercial. But that's fine. That's not her fault. Um, she's an amazing athlete. She can do amazing things. She has been basically abused her whole life and used as like a prop yeah. to help other people benefit. So it's good that she's out there on all these commercials and making she's the money like that Britney she deserves. like Britney Spears. She, well, that's a whole different story. But um, she's hey, obviously she's, she's been posting on Instagram. Yeah, like she's all, she's all like nipples out and dude, I love it. Yeah, it's I don't know. I, I don't think I would touch Britney Spears with a ten foot dick. To be honest with you, <sighs> that's a whole different type of crazy. Now, I, if she's I, crazy, you know crazy. she fucks. It would but, be the crazy I'm into. Oh, okay. Well, we could talk to Ashley about that. But Simone Biles, 
I believe she was one of the victims of the Larry Nassar shit, who is one of the biggest piece of shits of all time. Yeah, and um, you know, it's it's unfortunate that this sort of weird. Um, there's still more information coming out. I'm sure by the time you guys listen to this on Friday, we're filming this Tuesday, that there'll be more information on her injury and how really it occurred. But it looks like that she's going to have to sort of bail out, which kind of sucks because. She's pretty much the star for the United States in this Olympics. There's not a lot of, you know, there's no more Michael Phelps of the world out there that are really taking it over. Basketball's getting dominated by France. Yeah, so the thing about that is, right, so I was was having a conversation with a good friend about this right before you guys (laughs) came on the phone. Well, you know that story's fake because you don't have any good friends. (laughs) Or a dad. She was, she is a good friend. You've met her before and she's really nice. Is that one you found on Tinder? (laughs) Uh, see, Dexter's like, don't you fucking make fun of my dad Jesus. in my fucking house. Anyway, I was having this conversation where it's like, what, how can this team? I mean, granted, it's not the LeBron, Kobe teams uh, or even, the you know, the dream team with Magic and Bird and MJ and everything. But it's still a, a, a stacked up team. Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, it's Bradley not, Beal. It's not, you know, the Scottie Pippen. Yep. How many more players can you name? Let's see. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Nope. Uh, Grant. Grant Hill, he technically Hill, was. Charles Barkley, ever hear of him? Charles Barkley, yep, Larry go. Bird was on that yeah, team. I already mentioned Larry Bird. Try again. Scotty Pippen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, shut the fuck Shaquille up. Shaquille O'Neal. My point is this. They're losing, right? And it's not because they lack talent. Grant Hill. You said Grant Hill already. Um, shut the fuck uh, up. Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, he was on that team. He was on the Dream Team, for sure. Someone. Hakeem Elijah one. No, mute his mic for a second. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sorry, Tansy just saw a commercial of two gay dudes two kissing. Two dudes making out. I thought we don't kink sham. I'm Fuck. very open-minded, and I don't mind it one bit. I didn't know that they bit. put two dudes making out on real fucking TV. That's why my why kids don't watch TV. cares? Jesus. Anyway, my point is that the United States doesn't lack talent. They have plenty of talent, but the NBA has become what such an international... What kind of gay bullshit are we watching now? What is this, like kickboxing? I wish I interrupted you as much in your stupid story that took 25 minutes to get to the, the finishing point, too, as much as you interrupt me. Every I, time I thought I that story was amazing. Thanks, Noel. Well, then maybe I should have interrupted it more <laughs> than drag it out a little bit fucking right, go longer. Go ahead, but I'm just watching Anyway, the my point is, yeah, shut the fuck up and watch the Olympics then. My point is that the NBA players who are playing for the United States, it's not about the lack of talent, but the game has expanded. It's it's very international, the NBA now. These teams like France, who they just lost to, are loaded with NBA players, and they're playing for their country, and they're playing together, and they have a little bit more you know, teamwork involved. Whereas this United States team, they don't play together. They play against each other. They throw all the most talented guys together and then hopefully see what happens. But in tournament play like this, it's not going to work. That's why you see teams like in March Madness somehow you get a Cinderella out of nowhere and they're able to upset all these big teams. It's not because they're more talented. When it's a tournament-style event like the Olympics are, anything can happen. If they had this team together in an NBA season stretched out over 82 games, they would dominate and probably win the finals. But when you have teams like this, like you look at Slovenia, you would be like, what the fuck, who's on Slovenia? Well, Luka Doncic is. And I can see that team winning because they have a big stars in the NBA, one of the best players in the league. But all those guys play with each other all year round. And they have the scouting report on all these NBA guys that Luca goes up against. And you never know in tournament play what can happen. Now, Ross was on probably just Drinking Bro Sports or one of the recap shows here and bet the field against the United States basketball team. And it's looking pretty good that he's going to win that bet. And I don't know how many Ariana Grandes he put down on that, but he told me some big money. So is it an American that I kind of want them to lose? 
so that Ross can get all those Ariana Grandes back in his big bed. No, I want him to get all those Ariana Grandes back because that puts him in a good mood and it helps us hit all the morning meetings. We'll get <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll get those. Maybe if he wins enough, he'll get me those Rolling Stones tickets. I don't want to be on, I don't be on his bad side. <laughs> well, keep winning. Keep winning so we can keep going to football games. Yeah, well, I guess that's Fights. true, right? And keep uh, keep getting more advertising. I don't think it's fair that any Asian person gets to compete with white people in um, any kind of martial arts in the Olympics as a as a has a real white person ever beat an Asian in a martial art? Um, I can't think of one. Like, off the I mean, top like, look at this head, Asian but, chick uh, right now who's fucking dancing around like Bruce Lee, and the white girl literally looks like she's about to rob a fucking bank and has never fought anybody in her life. Well, I believe that's Serbia is the the white chick really, that Serbia. you're referring to. She's got kicked in the vagina. Serbia is I, that sounds like a country that was once involved in the uh, the USSR. Didn't they fucking smoke a bunch of Albanians in Serbia? <laughs> Like I don't know, does it get you high if you smoke an Albanian? Like genocided them? Oh, that type of smoke. Hey, she's wearing the same pajama pants that you wore on the plane. Those are called joggers, and they're uh, style, and you ain't got no style. And that's a quote from Pineapple Express. I haven't seen it. Whatever, you're the only person that dressed like a peasant getting on a fucking airplane. Well, if we keep getting more ad reads, maybe I won't have to dress like a peasant anymore, huh? Oh, you rich? How, how did you dress to your fucking shindig that you went to the other night? I bet you look like a fucking... Um, you had your Daisy Dukes on with your Instill shirt, right? Am I right? No, I wore a, uh, I wore a Dixon uh, button-down. Yeah. The uh, bamboo one. And if Dixon wants to uh, advertise with us, that No, cool he's a piece too. of shit. He cheated on his wife, so fuck him. You know, that reminds me. You told a funny story, and it wasn't the last... Don't cheat on your wife. I don't have a wife, so I can't cheat on her. But... It wasn't the last failure to stop show, but I think the one before where you told the story of you getting fired. Is that your favorite getting fired story? Which one? It's the only time I've ever been fired. Really? It's the only time. I've never. I, well, I, I got kind of like fired from a grocery store when I was like 15, um, but I got caught eating broken tubs of ice cream in the back. And they were doing like the general manager, regional manager was doing like a walkthrough and they opened up the freezer and I was sitting on a box of fucking ice cream, just chowing down on my lunch break. And, and they uh, fired you? Well, they took me off the schedule. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a fun fact. I don't eat ice cream. It's too cold for my mouth. Yeah. I also don't jump in the pool. <laughs> I'm. You also have a donkey dick mounted to your wall. <laughs> I, I wish you didn't say mounted to your wall and just said that I have a donkey dick. For all, the, the uh, for all the broettes out there, him with the like button. But so you've been fired twice then. Well, I've been fired. What'd you get fired for? My favorite getting fired story was I used to work at a uh, Planet Fitness. Okay. And um, I'm not going to say where the Planet Fitness was, but it was in North Carolina. Really? Yeah. You worked at Planet Fitness in North Carolina? I did. I did. Before I was uh, lucky enough to uh, be a part of Tailgate Legends, okay. I was uh, cleaning equipment, purple equipment mm. at Planet Fitness. And uh, me and one of my coworkers. Is this on Donut Tuesday? Uh, no, it's it's um, not donuts. It's pizza, pizza Tuesdays, and bagel Wednesdays or something. <laughs> Fat fucks. St- Let me just say, actually, no, I'm not going to say anything bad about Planet Fitness because if they want to sponsor us and give us some money, they can go. Well, ahead. I would rather not. <laughs> I don't want to be sponsored by pussies. <laughs> well, speaking of pussies, me and a friend at uh, at Planet Fitness um happened to get along. And uh, we got along so much that uh, she would often come to work on her days off to uh, oh. to work out. Oh, but she wasn't working out because yeah. uh, we used to go into the uh, the tanning rooms. Yeah, and uh, she fucked in the tanning rooms. We fucked in the tanning rooms <laughs> quite a number of That's, times. Isn't that kind of gross? Nah, I don't like there's a bunch fuck. of people like sweating in those things. We it wasn't on the bed. 
Use oh. one of the chairs, get some good angles. Really? Mm. Oh, yeah, I'll show you later after the show. But anyway. Wait, you'll show me how to fuck in a tanning room or you'll show me the pictures of you fucking in a tanning room? I was going to show you how to use a chair properly. Oh. You're not in for that? Mm. I thought you don't kink sham. I don't, but I don't want to get pegged by you either. How can I? I'll peg you with my real dick. Anyway, that's the point gross. is, we um. That's grosser than those two dudes making out on the in your fifty-eight inch TV. Got awkward, man. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what happens when Tansy interrupts I'm glad my I'm behind story. this monitor, man. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting my mom listens and watches the show. Fuck me, right? But anyway, so you know, we would, we would, pretty much every day, fuck in these tanning beds. So how I would, long? Well, as long as it took. Sometimes, no, like sometimes how, how it was a quickie. Did you do it? Like did months, you do it for months, weeks, wow. months. We did it. And you got caught? We got caught, baby. Oh. And it was the most awkward phone conversation to get. Do I know the girl? Um, we'll talk about that after. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't want to get outed, but uh, I'm sure she'll be listening at some point. But anyway, um, yeah, we got caught on camera. No, not on camera because you're not allowed to have cameras inside the tanning rooms. But, um, you know, we'd come out after, you know, 45 minutes to an hour or so looking all flustered, looking left and right and throwing away contraceptives because we practice safe sex, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, yeah, it was a conversation from my manager and the regional manager there. And it's like, um, so, Joe, I got to be honest with you. We know what you've been doing. We checked the film. We noticed you and your coworker <clears throat> going into the tanning rooms. Now, first of all, you're not supposed to be in the tanning rooms with anyone else. But then we saw you go to the trash can with a uh, bundle of paper towels, and we had to go through those trash barrels. Oh. And uh, we found care that much. I know. Well, they're fucking losers there. Let's be honest. But like, um, that's just somebody who wants to fire you. And I'm like, hey, judge. I thought we, you were judgment free. Free right. love, baby. Sex is a workout. So uh, that was my favorite getting fired story. And hearing that conversation, dude, watching these guys kick each other and whatever kind of fucking gay sport this is. <laughs> I think I beat both those guys asses. Look at these two fucking nerds, dude. Um, like, they're both black belts. You know what this so. looks like? Dude, get the fuck out of here. Black belt my ass. This looks like Michael Scott and Dwight fighting in the dojo. That's an all-time thing. Maybe but we should roll guys. for Drinking Bros Sports. These guys aren't rolling. They're like kicking each other. And they're, they're not even kickboxing. Kick they don't have... It's just kicking and alone. Ooh. <laughs> and and they those have, helmets are goofy have, as they have fuck, helmets, by the way. Big giant pads, big giant feet things. No, they're Dude, punching they're too, though. Yeah, what is going on here? These guys are terrible. Well, the like, ref this... keeps breaking it up. I mean, we clearly don't know the rules. I yeah, wish but dude, come on. Us. I would beat the fuck out of these two retards. <laughs> Look at it there. You've called it gay and said they're retards. If, dude, we have, if is, we're not demonetized so and canceled bad. yet, we never will be at this point. This is so bad. Like, this is embarrassing. This is Olympic athletes, like, They are okay? not Olympic athletes. Did you hear that they're trying to prevent Olympic athletes from fucking? Why? So they made like they gave their beds. Like, so I heard like last year's Tokyo thing. I mean, last year's Tokyo, last year's Olympics. Like that, that was one of the biggest things ever. Was that so many people were hooking up? They're all no. That's every year, every okay. Olympics. So you got to think too, right? You're confining all these people into one small section for like what a couple months or maybe or weeks, whatever it is. They're all in tip top shape. I don't know if you right. saw the. I was I was out last night and I was watching some of the swimmers. Now I'm a heterosexual man. However, these dudes were fucking shredded. And I'm like, they must get every fucking woman they see. I mean, they're just like all shredded up, right? So all these athletes are just in amazing shape, probably hyped up on a little something, something, making them probably a little bit more horny than usual. Of course they're going to be fucking. I mean, Olympic villages, why wouldn't you? And it, not to mention it's people from all around the world, all different countries. I mean, 
you can check off all the boxes along the way. If I was an Olympic athlete hanging out with all these fucking 12 star athletes, I'd be banging too. Who wouldn't? It's always been a thing. That's why they always talked about that. They like literally have helicopters and planes fly over these Olympic villages and dropping off condoms to them because <laughs> so many STDs get passed around in these Olympic villages. Oh, really? Um, so they're trying to prevent that because, quote unquote, COVID suck a dick. Really, they're just trying to be like the no fun league and they don't, they don't want people to have sex for whatever reason. Well, here's what's sad is like, you know, they made Tokyo, cardboard beds. Tokyo spent so much fucking money trying to get this whole thing put together. And then and nobody can it's, go. It's no, and, like, and nobody's watching. The ratings are super fucking low. So I feel sorry for the next country that's signed up for this bullshit. Well, you should feel sorry for every country that gets signed up for this bullshit because you go back and look at it most, not all, because some like, countries can recover. Kid, when I was a kid, the Olympics was it, dude. Like You took the whole week off. Sure. You watched it every day. You were just into it. You were fucking rooting on sports. Like, this is the first time I've turned on the Olympics since it started. I mean, you could also argue that for almost all sports, um, ratings are down. Now you could look at streaming numbers and do comparisons there. But I feel like because the world is so politicized and the athletes are politicized and there's so much else going on that the drive and love for some of these sports has kind of gone by the wayside because people are worrying about other shit when this is what sports are forced to forget all the bullshit we don't want to see the people you know politicizing anything that they stand for just go fucking play like we we can go watch cnn or fox for that bullshit you just yeah. want to watch you fucking play so i think that maybe has turned some and you some, know some it's, heads it's also funny it's like these two dudes are hugging each other fighting each other they don't have any masks on or anything like that but then when they go to the podium they've got to wear masks yeah oh do you know how they <laughs> do you know how they pass out the medals so, so they have a tray and you up. have to grab your own medal when, by the way, COVID doesn't live on surfaces. I uh, trust the science, right? It's, 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 it's <laughs> I can't get around any of the hypocrisy for the whole thing. Look at this guy with his chin diaper. Yeah, he's too. like this guy's not even wearing the, his mask. The ref has a mask, but these two don't. I don't really get it. I, I've gone it's past the point of caring. Yeah, I've gone. It's all optics. I've gone past the point of caring. You know, it's the Delta variant is going on. I don't know if you saw those um, those Democrats in in Texas fleeing. Texas on the oh, bill, dude. I was so mad. When a I couple saw that. of them got COVID with which no, is with no mask, no with mask. no mask. Oh Getting on a plane gosh. to retard the system, mind you, uh, with no mask on, get fucked. <laughs> then the uh, California coming out this week, uh, Newsom that only sixty two percent have gotten the vaccination, and so you know if we have to drag you, if we have to put you in a car and drive you. Good luck, motherfucker. You know, I'm not like some hardcore Bible-thumping evangelical Christian by any means. But no, God, I do know people... God's probably not even going to let you into heaven. <laughs> I'm already forgiven. But anyway, uh, I know, you know, some people who are, and I could understand why those people would be like, this is the end days. Because I remember, you know, my mom was pretty hardcore into the Bible. Is like, they're going to, you know, at the end of the world, they're going to think aliens are coming, and that's what the rapture is going to be. They're going to make everyone get a vaccine and put a barcode on their forehead. And I'm like... Holy shit. It does kind of sound like that's kind of what she was prophesizing, and maybe this is actually happening. But at the same time, one could argue that during World War II, people thought the world was going to Oh, yeah, the funny thing too. is, just like I can remember when we first started this whole podcast, and, or when we first started talking about this, is that, you know, we talked about like, oh, they're going to make a vaccine passport. Everybody was like, no, that's fucking crazy. That'll never happen. Or like, let's even go with like, it's only going to be two weeks. And yeah, everybody yeah, was like, flatten no, the curve, baby, flatten go the everywhere. curve. And then the new normal became a joke and then it was the normal. And then, then we came out with the mandatory vaccine. Everybody's like, that's not going to happen. Um, and then you have all these people saying that they're not going to get the vaccine. 
Then Biden gets elected. Now they're telling you you have to get the vaccine. And then now they're saying that there is going to be vaccine passports. And now the whole entire VA, if you didn't get the vaccine, you're fired. You have till like July 27th. Oh, today. You have till today to get the uh, to the vaccine. Um, Michigan's police department just said that it's mandatory for one of their departments, but then city council overturned overturn that. What's it going to take, um, though? Is something going to give? Are they going to try to lock us all down again, and the people are just going to go just, like this and yeah, fuck but you and my, do what my, they want? My problem with this is that like, I love the excuse of, like, it should be about choice, right? Like this this is not a typhoid fucking situation. The, the vaccine that they have produced right now does not fully get rid of, of COVID. Mm. It's not like we're going to take us back to COVID zero here, right? Like we're not destroying the flu, okay? So like it's an experimental drug that's going through testing. Also, the CDC has not has failed to mention the 46,000 people who have died from from the COVID vaccine. Mm. They, they finally posted those, but the media is not reporting on it. So, I mean, I think it, it, there's at least it stands to reason that you should be allowed to have a choice. Yeah. Um, it's just like freedom of speech nowadays, though. It's like people claim, you know, the same. Not all. I'm not I'm generalizing here. but Bear with me. Most of the people who say my body, my choice, my body, my choice are the ones saying you need to get vaccinated or you are the devil. Now, if you go get vaccinated, you know, Noel stands by getting vaccinated. I don't give a fuck if Noel gets vaccinated. I'm not gonna. And I wouldn't want Noel or anyone else to shame me for not getting vaccinated. That's the beauty that's of it. That's my point. Like, yes, I don't want to be That's what it should be. I don't exactly. want to be shamed. I don't exactly. want that you know because I don't want to get... And, and, like, don't tell me that it's the vaccinated people that are getting the unvaccinated people. It's not. That's yeah. not happening. They're trying to um, guilt you into getting it. They're trying to it. just guilt you into yeah. getting it. You know, when, when, when we cancel a football game because two of the vaccinated players test positive... You know, I mean, what, what are we doing here, folks? Yeah, and then you got to forfeit. What are we doing well, here, Well, this folks? NFL coaches who have quit, um, there, the guys in the Vikings a, who quit. Who's the Cardinal, the Arizona Cardinal player that says uh, that? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre yep. Hopkins. He then deleted that tweet, which makes me think that somebody went and told him, like his agent or someone from the team saying, like, hey, you got to get that shit down. But once it's out on the internet, that's it. It's out there yeah, forever. Yeah, I mean, I saw it, and I don't but know But I, I stand by him. So the thing, you know, maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe this is a good idea. I read comments, okay? I read the comments you guys say about us, too. And I read the comments on that post on Instagram about DeAndre Hopkins coming out and being like, listen, I really question my future in the NFL if I'm going to be forced to take a vaccine that I don't necessarily believe in. I read the comments. Dude, you would have been disgusted. People are like, fuck him. Pro athlete bitching about what he has to do. Shut the fuck up and play football and collect your paycheck oh, and this and that. And now I'm like, we're telling him to shut the fuck up and play football. I, I was appalled. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, holy shit. We're, I'm, we're more far gone than I thought. If the, I thought there would be more people being like, Fuck yeah, man. Fight the power. Do whatever the fuck you want. Tell the man to fuck off. But these people are like, you better conform. And I'm like, what the fuck has happened to us? The pussification of America, we're seeing the results of it right now. Because we're all fucking pussies. I, can, I couldn't believe it. Now, can you judge the, the state of the world and society of America by Instagram comments? Not really. But it gives you a decent barometer of what's going on. And the fact that there was... 99% of people saying fuck DeAndre Hopkins for saying that makes me a little concerned. Yeah, so that's why I just wonder. It's like we talk about the problems at nauseum, but what is, you know, the result? What is a solution? What is like you talk about this with policing, right? The state of policing around this country is all fucked. But what can we do to make it better? What has well, to be just, done? What's the end get, game? Get, get, and make the media help be held responsible for mm. for, for well, that's never going to happen. But, Look at Fauci. Like, now you've got the you, you know now you've got the White House that's in charge of the fake news, and then they're coming out talking about you know the policies, uh, the defund the police movement that has nothing to do with the massive amount and rising crime. And right now they're also trying to show that property crime 
is down, right? Like in America, like they're they're bragging, they're like, oh, well, property crimes down. Like I don't know that anybody gives a fuck about property crime. I don't even know what property crime uh, means. Is that like you know, theft? Or? It's like you know, like let's not try to just hide the fact that you know we were going to break the murder record when we had an all time low murder record for going on forward. I don't know, man. The whole thing is a wash to me. Nothing's going to get better. The pendulum's got to swing the other way. The people got to fight back, I think. They're going to start to fight back. I mean, I just talked to a police officer today from Toledo, Ohio, that three officers are leaving in November, going to a new uh, academy at a different uh, agency um, because they're just tired of their chief uh, throwing them under the bus constantly. And, and, you know, look, uh, four people left the Raleigh Police Department last week, uh, and that's in my hometown. They all called me about that. you know, we did an episode. The whole episode is called Mass Exodus of Police. Mm. And um, we'll speak and it's to happening all over the country. Case. It's going to keep happening over because nobody wants to put up with this shit. Everybody's tired of it. I'm, you know, when, when I'm tired of it and I'm starting to talk politics, like then, you know, like shit's a problem because it's the last thing in the world I really want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. But you mentioned the Raleigh Police real quick. I just want to say I was out and about in downtown Raleigh. We didn't get a chance to talk about this on the show. I wanted to talk about Mike too. But I um, was waiting for my Uber because mm-hmm. don't drive drunk, smoke and fly. But anyway, <laughs> I was waiting and I saw a group of your old buddies of the Raleigh Police Department. And we talked about this, you know, a couple of days ago, but I want to get it out there on camera that um, I don't know his name or his badge number and I don't care. I want to out him. Seemed like a nice guy. But I was like, hey, guys, how's it going? And they're like, how you doing? It's like, you guys know who Eric Tanzi is? And some of them kind of like blank faced. And one guy was like, uh, yeah, Why? I was like, oh, what do you think about him? So the sergeant that was there, I found out later. I found out who it was. You did? Yeah, so he's an admin. Like, he's did you just, ask him, like, did somebody ask No, you I didn't and- ask that. I just talked, I, I, I talked to another officer to try to figure out who was working and working right there. And it was this uh, off-duty admin sergeant. So he's a sergeant of administration. So, of course, of course he'd be leery because he works right, right underneath the chief, you know? Oh, yeah. They do, well, like, he scheduling seemed, and stuff. He kind of, like, it seemed like it was a bunch of young cops, and he seemed, like, to be the older one out yeah, of all of them. Yeah, they're not going to say shit in front of him. You yeah, know? yeah. So they didn't. And he was the one to be like, uh, yeah, why? And the skepticism in his voice was just, like, through the roof. And um, I'm like, what do you think about him? And he's like, well, uh, um, you know, a guy like that is uh, kind of, uh, yeah. And I'm like, okay. I mean, that's not a valid answer, but I'll go with it. Sure. I was like, well. Listen, him and I do a podcast on drinking bro sports. You should go check it out sometime. He's a good guy. I like him. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never seen someone that's such a loss for words. You can tell he was because, tied. Because, you know, it's like when you make it sergeant of administration, that's like you're tied to the man. Like, like he's, he's, gonna, he's going to retire his whole life being nothing but a yes man his whole career. That's right. And like, that's why he's not a crime fighter. He's not an operator. He's not a SWAT guy. He's not a fucking uh, a hero you know, kind of cop. He's one of those guys that wears the badge because he now gets to collect his fucking free Chick-fil-A and tell everybody that he's a cop. But he's not a real guy. He's not a, he's not a fucking hunter of wolves. He's a, he's an admin guy mm. and he's been a yes man his whole life and he's given up all of his freedoms. He's given up his civil rights for that job. Um, he's, he's probably got two divorces under his belt. His kids are probably... Do you think he's probably watching shit. right now? No, fuck no. Pussy like that? Fuck no. <laughs> No, that fucking pussy doesn't want to get caught. You know what I mean? Like, he wants to spend all of his time not getting paid, working triple overtime while his wife fucks around on him. And, uh, yeah, and his kids could be run with me. the streets. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Could be one of these little get cat girls cocked. you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, we're watching boxing now. Finally, a really good sport is on this stupid Texas, Olympics come thing. Come it's been a great tailgate with you guys. We got some really come cool up. shit come coming on. down the pipe. Until next week. From Boston Joe and, and Eric Dexter. Danzi. 
Everyone say hi to Dexter and hammer the like button if you see Dexter. Joe's stupid dog. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> Until next time, bye.